listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. Okay, we are broadcasting, of course, from America, the United States of America, and reaching other countries around the world. And we are in a time zone called the Great Reset, formerly called the New World Order. And what is the New World Order? Well, I've been talking about it for many decades at length. And uh, some of you have also. And probably like me, you've met a great deal of resistance. Um, I've been talking about it for 50 years, okay? Publishing books with copyright dates going back that far. And every inch of the way, every inch of the way, I have met resistance, hostility, and name-calling towards me like you're a conspiracy theorist, blah, 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 or those strange looks and stuff. Now, that's what my life has been like, and if you have stood for truth, you experience the same thing. But why, why the persecution? And it is persecution, because it's, my message is inevitably tied and connected to the Bible and the return of Jesus Christ. Otherwise, I would never have investigated the term, the New World Order. What, what caused me to research the New World Order in the Bible was the fact that it was in the Bible. And I couldn't understand why other Christians just couldn't see it. It was like they were blindfolded. So I researched the New World Order because it was a key topic, not, not a secondary topic. It is, a, it is a key theme in the Bible, beginning in Genesis with the Tower of Babel, or Babel, which was the world's first one-world government, one-world economic system, one-world religion, one-world government, the world's first New World Order. And it was created at the time of the building of the Tower of Babel. Now we, we move forward into our time period, which many people are calling the last days. And when we read, not only we go back into Genesis, but if we go forward into the book of Revelation, we read a great deal about this new world order in the Bible, in the book of Revelation and other books. We read about a new world order that consists of a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world economic system. Now, that is mind-blowing. And unless the fuse is blue or the, the, the safety circuits in your brain blue, you would lock onto that. Anybody who's rational, intelligent, and inquisitive, and yes, normal in the true sense of the word, when they're presented with facts and documentation, just, just not any more than what I just gave you, a normal, healthy person, by healthy I mean intellectually awake, awake in terms of their perception, alive in their mind. You say, what are you talking about? Well, I, my question is, what are all these religious people, Christians, talking about? They're not talking about the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. They're talking about a very important but very small percentage of the truth of God's Word. And God never gave us the privilege of censoring His Word and whittling it down to a tiny percentage of meaningless phrases out of context. We're supposed to read the Bible, and it's supposed to be understandable and applicable. And whoever's teaching the Bible, if they can't make it understandable and applicable, and relevant to the time period that we're in, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, join the Lonely Hearts Club band or the, the Clueless band. I, I heard there were all these. I'm not going on them, but I was sitting in a conversation. And in the middle of the conversation, this has happened several times. A number of people talked about the fact that they use the dating apps, Christian dating apps, regular dating apps, 
Good luck. <laughs> good luck if you use a regular secular dating app. I mean, good luck. That's all I got to say to you. You better have your parachute strapped on tight and be ready to dive out of the plane at any moment. I suppose your chances are better in a Christian dating site. I don't know. In any case, people were sharing their experiences uh, using these dating sites, and some people had the Christian dating sites, and some people had, you know, uh, good experiences, and some people had bad experiences. But the point is, we're not supposed to read the Bible and approach it like some kind of dating site. Okay, so I'm going to read you something. Because this, this right here, you look at what's happening with the banking system right now. The handwriting is on the wall. You look what's happening with the Bilderberg Group right now as we speak. The globalist leaders are plotting nefarious schemes at the Bilderberg Group. And it all has to do with their new world order, which they have simply renamed and rebranded. And they now simply call it, for marketing purposes and PR purposes, they simply call it, at this moment, the Great Reset. But the Great Reset is the same thing as the New World Order, because the the ultimate endgame of the Great Reset is a one-world government, a one-world religion, a one-world economic system, a wireless currency using a neural implant, a biochip implant, a microchip implant, or whatever, a one-world wireless cashless society, top-down, just just exactly like it says in the Bible. So hold on to your hats, because we haven't begun to take off. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I'm really not. So you've got to understand me. I try to use, as best I can, I don't have a staff of 24 writers, you know, like some of the big Hollywood shows have. I don't have people write my jokes. So, so you know, I hope you laugh. If you don't, well, you know, it is what it is. But I try to employ those things. So my presentation isn't dry, dull, religious, boring. I never want people tuning out or moving somebody where else because they were bored. It, no, that's, it's, if, if, if the information is over their head, well, then I don't care if I lose them because it tells me they're not interested in growing and learning because that requires, if you want to grow and learn and increase your intelligence and understanding about life, the absolute prerequisite is to put the pedal to the metal and elevate your reading, your thinking, your cognitive abilities, your studying, your, your prayer time, et cetera, et cetera. Elevate it. And that requires growing. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. All right. All hands on deck. Not, you're not supposed to be sleeping in some bunk room. I was never in the Navy, as you could tell. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us, by the way. Grab the copies of Power From On High and some of the other books that I've super discounted for you. So in many cases, because the, the ultimate objective of this ministry is not to make money as in a profit. The ultimate objective of this ministry is to spread the word of God through every means at our disposal. So that means sometimes when we package books together for you to buy, we're selling them at a loss. Not that we can't move them. We can move them. But the, but the goal is to make them affordable or to give them out free as best we can. So visit paulmcguire.us. Check all the super discounts. Grab yourself a copy of Power From On High and the other books. I'll be back in a moment. This is Paul McGuire, and uh, we're talking about the Great Reset, which is we're in the we're in the process of that. We had remember the the occult principle that the Luciferian elite who control our world that that's the one percent of the population who 
who control 99% of the resources and assets of planet Earth, but they only are 1% of the population. Now, um, many of them belong to international banking families. They're the wealthiest people in the world, trillionaires, billionaires. Their, their money is hidden, and it goes back a long, long way. In fact, as I show you in some of my books, like A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, uh, they uh, belong to what is referred to as the Illuminati bloodline families, because it's alleged that, in some cases, they are the descendants of the human females that mated with the fallen angels, created, creating the hybrid race of the uh, uh, Rephaim and Nephilim. And so they're not uh, 100% human. Now, they believe they're superior. Uh, and that's where you get, you know, this stuff like, uh, and you got to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. Some of it, some of it is accurate, but you got to be selective. Some of it is accurate. Some of it is, is quite a bit of a stretch. But it's interesting, if you take it with a grain of salt, to look at some of the writings on who the reptilians are, people who who have this reptilian DNA. Well, that fits very closely to the biblical narrative. It doesn't mean that it is exactly, but it fits closely to the biblical narrative. Now, in my book, The Day the Dollar Died, and you've seen the cover of this book, whether you read it or not, people ripped off the cover of this book with the girl with the barcode on her forehead, and it's, it's everywhere. So, so, so be it. Um, this book is very... Revealing. This book came out in 2009, and everything in it that I predicted has come true. Uh, and I'll give you the background. And this book is an easy read. This this is like jumping into a high speed car that that drives itself. I mean, this 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 book rocks. And not only that, it has the truth of God's word in it. Okay, so I want to I want to just read you a couple of things that's so important to understand. Because if you don't understand these basic little things, you don't get what the end game is. Okay? The end game is to uh, take over planet Earth. And I talk about that, and I, I give you statistics and reasons and all kinds of things. So, in the book... In this book, The Day the Dollar Died, available at paulmcguire.us, I talk about the New World Financial Order, now called the Great Reset, and uh, how both Republicans and Democrats are, are in on this, what I call in another chapter, the great con game called socialism. And when you think of socialism, Marxism, or communism, you need to see it for what it is, those economic ideologies are a great con game. And the people that are getting played, the suckers, there's plenty of suckers, plenty of people getting played, are all the people who believe the lie that, that socialism, Marxism, and communism is going to give you heaven on earth, and you'll never be happier in your whole life. So, so when you examine all the socialist, Marxist, communist dictatorships, the history of them, where they are now, every one of them is a hellhole a totalitarian dictatorship with no freedoms, no prosperity, no hope, no free will. You can't think. You don't have freedom of speech. You don't have freedom of religion. You're worse than a slave. The slaves, we study the, the, the history, as I have, of the 
condition of the people, the children of Israel, when they served Pharaoh of Egypt, and when the children of Israel were the slaves of Pharaoh, or when they were taken into captivity uh, into ancient Babylon, and they were slaves of the king of Babylon. The Jews were slaves of the king of Babylon. Now, you compare the living conditions, the, the standard of living, the, the, the percentage of freedoms, uh, and many other factors of the children of Israel when they were forced to serve as slaves to these ancient empires, it was not a pleasant thing. But these nations on planet Earth right now, which is that have embraced communism and Marxism and socialism, they, they, are, they are suffering a fate worse than hell on Earth. Did you hear what I had to say? I've got facts to back it up. You want to disagree with me? Fine, show up with some facts. Show up with some facts. It's slavery, horrible slavery. And it's beyond, you know, you tell people the truth, they can't handle it. And it's in America now. And what you have to know, and what I explain very carefully as I build upon truth in my books, my books start out at one level. And as you go through time and get to the newer and newer books, you see that I reveal more and more information based on more and more research and study and prayer and God showing me things. But he shows me things because I bother to study his word and study the situation. And you begin to see that the Globalist uh, Council on Foreign Relations, headed up by Rockefeller, its primary goal is to implement a one-world government, a one-world economic system, and yes, a one-world religion. And then you take uh, all the technologies that are being used to, to reconfigure uh, reality. And here's a chapter here. No, I'm going to read this to you. This is the day the dollar died. Okay, this is a chapter called Global Financial Crisis. Now, I was able to write on the global financial crisis in many of my books, but it's now we're, we're sailing right into an economic superstorm also known as the global financial crisis. So let me read from my book, uh, um, The Day the Dollar Day. The global financial crisis is a vehicle to move us into a one-world economic system. Global currency, cashless society, and at some point in the future, the bioship implant. And then it talks about the, the world leaders meeting at the G20 Economic Summit, which was subtitled G20 Shaping a New World Order. And the, and the European Union or the G20, represents 90% of the world's economy and 75% of its population. Okay? So, uh, in addition to that, the global government. David Rockefeller said, and he's, he's the Rockefeller family, has been behind, the prime driver behind uh, globalism, along with other trillionaires. This is a quote from David Rockefeller. We are on the verge of a global transformation. All we need is the right major crisis, manufactured crisis. That's their occult principle. So the New York Times wrote an article on November 26, 2008, which I quote in my book, The Day the Dollar Died. And it's about an economic crisis worse than the Great Depression. And the New York Times reporter said, and I I have his quote in my book. They would print as much money as they needed to revive the nation's crippled banking system. 
Historically, this is called monetizing the debt by simply printing more money backed by absolutely nothing. The result, the result is inflation or hyperinflation. And if we look at Revelation 6.6, 6, it says, And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures, a quartet of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius. The rider on the black horse represents economic chaos. A denarius represents the daily wage of the average worker. The Bible verse occurs, um, well, let's just stop there. So, this economic crisis, or the potential of an economic crisis, you could look at that in the media today. I have a chapter entitled, Sharp Drop in Standards of Living, Especially in the Middle Class. I knew, I had research, I warned people for decades that the target was the working class and the middle class in America, and that they plan, and they have been doing that for decades now, they have planned to reduce your standard of living significantly to make America's middle class and working class basically the same as a third world impoverished nation. They want to take down the prosperity of hardworking Americans. They want to take it down because they don't they, they want to to prove to everybody regarding their global government is that they're serious about re wealth redistribution. And even though they always own wealth, own own $500 million yachts, $250 million yachts, even though the trillionaire, billionaire class always have, they own multiple mansions. I'm talking about 14, 25 mansions. They, they have investments. They have assets. They own land, diamonds, jewels. They hoard stuff like there's no tomorrow. And yet they criticize the working class and the middle class for attempting to even make the most humble plans for the future. That's evil, man. That's evil. And how did we get there? We got there because people who we put our trust in, and that includes religious leaders and uh, politicians of both parties, they've sold us down the river. They've sold us down the river. And that's what, when you go, that's why, you never learn this. This is, I remember when I used to be on Fox News Network all the time and the Fox Business Channel all the time. I knew I was never, nobody ever said anything to me, but there were unspoken rules in the studio. And, and, and the unspoken rule is there's certain subjects you cannot go into detail about. There's certain subjects you can pass by, but essentially you're not allowed to explain to people in simple terms what's really happening. Now, nobody said it. Nobody ever said that to me. But it's implied. It's implied. Same with CNN. Okay, so they passed the Federal Reserve Act. The Federal Reserve Act was a super con job, super robbery that the globalist elite, the richest people in the world, carried on that targeted the American working class and the American middle class. And what it was all about was they uh, created this institution that's not in the Constitution, it's not in the Bill of Rights. Essentially, if you look at the laws of our land that were established by our founding fathers, many who were born again Christians and pilgrims and Puritans, during the founding of America, when you look at the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the laws that we have to protect us that were created during the founding of America, it is illegal to create this all-powerful financial institution that exists in America called the Federal Reserve. 
The Federal Reserve is a violation of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Let me read you what Rothschild said in the 1770, well, he was alive from 1777 to 1836. I'm reading to you from the day the dollar died. Rothschild said, quote, I care not what puppet is placed on the throne of England to rule the empire. The man who controls money supply controls the British Empire, and I control the British money supply. Baron Nathan Mayer de Rothschild. So he said, whoever controls the money supply in America, Britain, or anywhere, they control the nation. Now, uh, in 1914, and in that time period, they created the Federal Reserve Act. But the Federal Reserve had nothing to do whatsoever with our federal government. That's a complete hype, lie, distraction. In actuality, the Federal Reserve is and was a private and independent entity owned by the international bankers and not the American people. The U.S. monetary system would now be controlled by a secret wealthy elite who would earn interest on the money they loan to the American people, and it would control the nation's money system and credit. In other words, the Federal Reserve System would take the control of the monetary system of the United States out of the hands of we the people or the American people and place it under the control of the powerful international bankers. This is from the day the dollar died. You can get a package deal on this by going to paulmcguire.us. If you don't know this, you don't know anything. You know how many Christian financial planners I meet who have absolutely no clue whatsoever about what I just told you? And what I told you is not, I read to you from my book, it's not a theory. It's not speculation. It's a series of facts with overwhelming documentation. So a quote from uh, a favorite author of mine when I was a kid, Robert Heinlein, a famous science fiction author who wrote books like Stranger in a Strange Land. This is what he said about the Federal Reserve Act during its formation. This is Heinlein, quote, Every congressman, every senator knows precisely what causes inflation, but can't, parentheses, won't, support the drastic reforms to stop it, repeal the Federal Reserve Act, because it would cost him his job and probably his life, Robert Heinlein. Now, here's a quote from President Thomas Jefferson. Every congressman and every senator knows precisely what causes of inflation. Parentheses, but they can't, they won't support the drastic returns. Okay, sorry, that was Heinlein. I, I meant to read you a quote from President Thomas Jefferson, so let me start here. Quote If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their money, first by inflation and then by deflation, the banks and the corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of their property until their children wake up homeless and on the continent that their fathers conquered. Do you understand? This is one of the most intelligent founding fathers that we had, President Thomas Jefferson. And he is issuing a warning. That's why you got to know history. And let me read you his warning. It, it, it applies to you and me. Quote, if the American people ever, and we have, allowed private banks to control the issue of their money, and we have, first by inflation and then by deflation, the banks and corporations that will grow up around them 
will deprive the people, that's you and me and our children, of their property until their children wake up and pay attention. We're not supposed to abandon our children. We'll deprive the people of their property until their children wake up homeless on the continent that their fathers conquered. Now, this is a warning, and this warning is coming true. The Great Depression was a a manipulated crisis and a manipulated event. You're seeing the same players manipulate the banks, the real estate loans, the, 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 the value of the dollar, how much you get paid on the job, how much you make. Everything is being regulated and manipulated for their benefit while you lose. For their benefit while you lose. Most people don't realize that. Okay? It's, and that's why it says in God we trust on our dollar bills, but we need to make that a reality. Can't We just can't have a slogan. We're in the place where we really need <clears throat> to trust in God. So, by the way, as you will read in my book, uh, The Day the Dollar Died, you can clearly see that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party were both behind the implementation and creation of the Federal Reserve System. The only thing they did to sneak it by both parties was they changed the description slightly and the name slightly of the act and the law that was going to be passed. So even though they were identical in, in what they would accomplish, it made it appear to the ignorance that the two parties were championing two different things. And that's not true. They were both guilty. Okay, let's have give you a quote from uh, The Day the Dollar Died from President John F. Kennedy before he was assassinated. This is what he said, quote, The high office of the president has been used to develop a plot to destroy America's freedom. And before I leave office, I must inform the citizens of this plight. President Kennedy, President John F. Kennedy, 10 days before he was assassinated. Whoa. Now, here were the, the, the key, and, and, and here are the, pri- the 10 primary stockholders of the Federal Reserve that were there at the, at the creation of the Federal Reserve. These same international banking families, these same super wealthy individuals, it, they may have different names because we're dealing with the grandson or whatever. Or these same international banking families control the, still control the Federal Reserve System today, along with the Great Reset. So let's let's read to you who they are. Number one, the Rothschilds of London. Number two, the Rothschilds of Berlin. Number three, the Lazard brothers of Paris. Number four, Israel Sif, Italy. Number five, Kuhn Loeb Company, Germany. Number six, the Warburgs, Amsterdam. Number seven, the Warburgs, Hamburg. Number eight, the Lehman Brothers, New York. Number nine, Goldman and Sachs, New York. Number 10, the Rockefellers, New York. And these, these trillionaires created the Federal Reserve Bank back in 1913. Okay? And this, these are the people that control the, the corporations that control everything, like BlackRock and Vanguard. So in my book, Power From On High, which, you know, I'm going to say it like it should be said. It's mandatory reading. It's mandatory reading. So from Power From On High, I I list all the major uh, globalist corporations, globalist entities, 
I list the names of them all. It's quite a few of them. And then at the top of the list, I list the names of the two primary globalist super corporations which control all the other corporations and entities and institutions and so on and so forth. So these two corporations are Vanguard and BlackRock, and State Street is an up-and-coming which might distribute all the world's wealth and the control of the world's wealth into three globalist corporations, and they would be Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street. But right now, it's BlackRock and Vanguard, and I list all the names, and I document my source. And behind the names of BlackRock and Vanguard are the names of these super, super wealthy international banking families where they are not billionaires. They're not even mere trillionaires. They are super capitalists, super trillionaires. So conceptually, take this ride with me to understand just how rich uh, a super trillionaire is. Okay. We're not, the media lies to you. They want to placate you. They want to put a pacifier in your mouth so you can go suck it in the corner. There was nothing vulgar about that unless you added something to what I said that I didn't mean. So the, the thing is, the reality is, for example, the royal families throughout Europe, like in Great Britain, like in Italy, like in all these other super European nations like Scotland, uh, and many other nations, the money, the lineage of money and power and real wealth, not worthless paper money, the lineage, the land that they own, the territories that they own, the colonies that they own, is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. The British Empire alone still controls the majority of the world. They own the USA secretly. I was talking to this producer who was producing uh, a TV show on prophecy that I did for God TV called Apocalypse in the End Times. You can go to God TV's website and watch it for free by going into the archives. And we were talking in the studio room privately, and I made a joke. I did it intentionally, uh, because a lot of the people who are British are from England on staff. And they were really nice people. They loved the Lord. They were sharp. They were not supporters of the New World Order. And so uh, I said to this guy, deliberately, I said to him, you know, the, the thing about the British is that they uh, actually control, rule, and run America, but they, they kind of brainwash into believing that we're the ones in control of America, that, that Americans are in control of America. When the fact of the matter is, the British took back control of America, you know, not all that long after the, the Revolutionary War. And that's true. You're saying, no, it isn't. Well, you only say that because you don't know what you're talking about. The Super wealthy corporations, the king and queen of England that have, they have hundreds of trillions of dollars in wealth and hundreds of trillions of dollars or more in land. And they buy up, they bought up, they left America and then they conquered, they reconquered America and the other nations using the same strategy, the occult strategy that was developed in Mystery Babylon in uh, the time of the Tower of Babel. And that is, they created the banking system. You've got to understand this. You can't play at it. If you're going to be stupid, either be all the way stupid and celebrate your dumb downness or, or let somebody dump a, a bucket of cold water on your head so that you'll wake up and come out of your trance. 
wake up and understand that America was reconquered financially through banks, through interest rates, through the Federal Reserve. Look at the names of the people that are part of the international banking families that control the Federal Reserve that I just read to you. These are the descendants, many of them, of kings and queens and the royal families of Europe, Illuminati bloodline families. And they possess hundreds of trillions of dollars of wealth that doesn't show up on anybody's report because they control the reports. Are you tracking with me now? They're the same people who control the Global Reset and Vanguard and BlackRock. They control the world. And they have conceived for their benefit, certainly not your benefit or my benefit, they have conceived for your benefit um, a, a global reset where people all around the world, including Americans, we will all eventually, eventually make the same amount of money in this giant socialist lie. And um, the, the idea of an American dream where if you work hard, trust God and believe, you can accomplish just about anything. They hate that. You've got to understand these Hollywood types and stuff. They hate that. You know that, right? They hate it. This is why they hate it. Because all of that stuff flows out of the biblical teachings that were put in our Constitution, that were put in the American way of life, that formed the American dream, that, that formed the Bill of Rights, the biblical truths embedded in our American way by the Pilgrims and Puritans, they are such life-producing, monetary prosper, uh, prospering, uh, dream it, believe it, accomplish it, not in an idolatrous way, but by worshiping the true God only. And this is the American dream. But there could be no American dream. There, there, there is no America as a land of opportunity if you gut the biblical truths and biblical spiritual principles out of it. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why you've got to stand up and fight for them now while you still have an opportunity. And you've got to get rid of the fuzzy logic. You've got to understand you're not part of a cult where they say, Jesus, 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 and jump up for joy like the hairy Christians used to do in the airports wearing their day glow pajamas. I talk about it in my books. Are you with me? You're interacting like I am with Christians, many of whom, not all, there are many exceptions to the rule, thank God, but many of them have allowed themselves to be socially engineered and dumbed down. And they can't grasp or perceive the obvious. Okay, so we have been taken over by ruthless globalists who pretend to be secular humanists and atheists in, in public settings, but privately and secretly they're occultists, Luciferians, Satanists, and transhumanists. And in their vision of the world, anything is justifiable. Anything goes if it enables you to accomplish your purpose. That's what we're up against. And these people brazenly meet out in the open because they're betting and counting on the apathy of people. So right now we have a Bilderberg group meeting, and I'm going to expose to you what's really happening in the Bilderberg group. This is the Paul McGuire Report. Okay, this is Paul McGuire. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. It's, it's the time in the show when you need to put your seat belt or safety belt on, because I'm going to put the pedal to the metal as I, as I give you documentation of facts regarding something that you won't hear the truth about in the media, and that is the purpose of the Bilderberg Group, which is meeting 
and the movers and shakers, the Henry Kissingers, the, ma- the masters of the universe, the masters of the world, the, the wealthiest families. They're meeting right now to plot your future. You see, forget about, you know, what you were told to believe. It broke my heart. I'll be honest with you. I remember going to, to the assembly and the school auditorium in elementary school, PS 69, Jackson Heights, Queens. And as I sat in my seat during the school assemblies, there would be a giant painting of, on one side, there would be a giant painting of Abraham Lincoln. <clears throat> and then on the other side, it was a giant painting of George Washington. And, you know, we were taught to be patriotic. But secretly, the Bilderberg Group and the transhumanists like Julian Huxley have created global government. And they've programmed people in our media and law enforcement and everything else to be loyal to a global government. But you can't be loyal to a global government without becoming a traitor to your American government. So what is Bilderberg Group? What is their plan for 2023? Simple. It's the same plan that they've had every year that they've been operating. Their agenda for 2023 is full speed ahead for total global control, total global domination through artificial intelligence, through electronic currency, through microchip implants, by using communist China to force America to do what the globalists want. America, wants America to do by by listen carefully. If you think censorship is bad now, they just kicked me off of YouTube for no valid reason. They selected a, a rather modest video I did um, <clears throat> that I that I originally aired on YouTube two and a half years ago, and then out of the blue, um, they kicked me off Google because of this video. And, 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 the, and the only thing I can think is that in the video, I used the words DNA. Just the words DNA got me kicked off. So you need to make sure you subscribe. It's free. You subscribe to Paul, paulmcguire.us to my Prophecy e-blast. So I can send you that video, the programs, other videos. We've got a lot of videos we're going to be releasing in the near future. But... Time's going to come sooner than you think that if you want to hear me or you want to uh, read the articles for free or watch the video or listen to the audio or whatever we're communicating, the time is coming very quickly when you're going to wake up one morning and bam, I'm gone and other people who are really speaking the truth are gone. And unless you decided to be proactive like now, and unless you decided to join the e-blast list and, and join the other uh, social media lists we're on, but especially the e-blast list. Uh, you're going to be out in the cold, okay? Because it's only really the e-blast list that allows me to circumvent the social media giants. So I'll tell you the truth. We're, this, we're, I'm not here to make money off you. I'm losing money. We, this ministry pays for all those social media outlets so you can get it and not have to pay for it. Okay, why? Because, I, because I've been called to, by God to do what I'm doing, speaking the truth in love, because that's what sets people free. And the globalists that, who own these social media giants, like Google, like YouTube, so YouTube kicks me off. A couple of days ago, you need to see the video why they kicked me off. 
and you, but you got but you you got to go to Paul McGuire. No, excuse me. Yeah, you go to PaulMcGuire.us and you sign up for the uh, uh, prophecy e-blast, and you sign up for. And look, if you're worried about being on a list that you'll appear on a list if you sign up for this or sign up for that, even though I'm not charging you for money. Let me let me let me take a pin to the balloon of delusion. You have listen, my friends, all of us, including me, because. Of the mere fact we're Christians, we're conservatives, and we believe in Bible prophecy, and we believe fervently that God is real. We have been on a list most of our lives. Okay? You, you, you're not going to get on a list if you join my e-blast list. <laughs> You've been on a list your, your entire life. You think that they haven't segmented the society? Look at the communist Chinese model. You, you bet they've segmented the society for a long time. Secret control mechanisms. Okay, so these people who met at Bilderberg, like they do every year, they have an evil agenda. And at the recent Bilderberg meeting, which was, as always, ultra-secretive, the highest-level movers and shakers in the world, the guys and girls who run and own and control big finance, big business, big media, big tech, big pharma, big government, the giant financial firms like Goldman Sachs, Douche Bank, Presidential, uh, Prudential, Insurance, AXA, Google, Microsoft. So who's censoring me? The very people I'm reading to you about here. They're censoring me. Microsoft, Palantir, DeepMind, OpenAI, Shell, Pfizer, Merck, all the drug companies are the pharmaceutical companies. The Economist, which is owned by Rothschild. The Atlantic Times, the, the Atlantic Financial Times, the attempts owned by NATO, European Parliament, EU, European Commission, U.S. federal government, and the group takes its name, the Bilderberg Group. It goes all the way back to a semi-secret meeting they had at the Bilderberg Hotel in the Netherlands, where they met in 1954, and one of the members of a royal family headed up the organizational structure of the Bilderberg Group. And you might just find this interesting, that this head of a royal family who helped directly put together the Bilderberg Group, he also and his family, they were Nazis during World War II and, and had allegiance to Adolf Hitler. They were Nazis in World War II and had allegiance to Adolf Hitler. Very interesting, isn't it? Very interesting, isn't it? And I talk about this in my book, especially in A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, especially in Conquering the Matrix, especially in uh, uh, The Day the Dollar Died, Power from on High, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, and other books. I document this. There are videos of me on my website literally standing five feet from the door of the uh, Council on Foreign Relations in Manhattan, where Rockefeller rules the world from. And I'm there reporting and researching. And I, I was unable to go to Bilderberg during this past meeting, but I follow what they do. And they are putting together, whether you like it or not, through uh, the World Economic Forum, and they are there to implement the Great Reset. And their massive dark plan is to reset all of humanity, as Klaus Schwab, 
and the World Economic Forum, WEF, have told you about and lied to you about. They lied to you. The World Economic Forum flat out lied to you when they said, you'll own nothing. You'll own absolutely nothing, but you'll never be happier in your whole life. That is a lie. Lie, 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 lie. And all the super rich that control the WEF, they don't live like that. They're not walking around saying, I'm going to own nothing. I'm going to own nothing, and I'll never be happier in my life. They're not that stupid. They own everything, and they understand that their ability to own things and prosper has a direct relationship on whether or not they can experience happiness in a life worth living. There's two ways you can mess up this essential biblical principle. Unfortunately, we've had a disturbingly high percentage of Christians and Christian television evangelists that have promoted a false teaching, a false doctrine, uh, called the prosperity gospel, where they twist the word of God and say, God promises you comfort, wealthiness, you'll never get sick, you'll never have a trial, you'll just be wealthy, you'll have your own jumbo jet, blah, 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 blah. The problem with that is that is not true. It's out of balance teaching. It contains some truths, a degree of truths, but in its entirety, it's false doctrine. Now, on the other hand, another area of false doctrine would be uh, what I would call the counterbalance to faith teaching in the name and acclaimant gospel. The counterbalance to faith teaching is the false doctrine that you will be happier if you're poor, if you own nothing and you live like a monk and you suffer and you have no opportunities and you're tortured and martyred and your kids are massacred. All of this will make you more holy, more spiritual, more Christ-like. And therefore, you shouldn't seek for any kind of happiness or joy. You shouldn't try to own or acquire money. You shouldn't try to accumulate wealth to use it for God's kingdom. That those series of bullet point things I just spoke to you are all lies. They represent counterfeit Christianity and counterfeit spirituality. They are known and they were identified by Dr. Francis Schaeffer as what was called, in, in a theological term, pietism. Pietism was developed by the evangelical preacher, Spenner, and in his false doctrine, he taught that Christians should be disconnected from physical reality and not involve themselves in the so-called real world of finance, economics, government laws, medicine, education, film, art. Christians should be like contemporary monks. That's a damnable lie from hell. And if you embrace that in your own family life or you embrace that in your religious life, you will render yourself neutered, powerless. And I promise you, if you embrace that kind of false teaching, you will be in a prison cell somewhere, stripped of all your rights and freedoms, and and poor, poorer than they are in a third world nation. Because that's a lie of incredible danger. Okay, so. The Bilderberg Group uh, and the World Economic Forum is moving quickly uh, to establish what could be called their pyramid of power, which I explain in my books, Power from on High, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World. You can get it at a discount now, paulmcguire.us. They, they, the reason there's a pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar is a pyramid is an ancient occultic symbol. The pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar goes all the way back in terms of symbolism. It goes all the way back to the time of Babel or the building of the Tower of Babel. Always remember, and I document this in my books, 
is that the Tower of Babel or Babel was constructed in what is called a pyramidal shape. It was a pyramidal tower. Now, it was a pyramid. Uh, and a pyramid throughout history is an occult power system. That's why ancient Egypt, which was an occult empire, built so many pyramids. And that's why um, the Tower of Babel was built in, a, in, in the form of a pyramid. Okay, so what they're doing uh, is they are organizing in a global pyramid uh, flowchart of power that consists of the economic elite, the Luciferian elite, the scientific elite, the technological elite, and the Bilderberg Group is one of the top organizations that sits on the top of the globalist pyramid of power. And it has infinite financing, so it can devise, revise, promote, and coordinate the latest blueprints for their developing new world order, or their world economic forum, or their uh, great reset. And then you have globalist-owned and controlled parallel organizations like the CFR, or Council of Foreign Relations, uh, controlled by Rockefeller. And that stemmed from the Royal Institute of International Affairs, RIIA, also known as the Chatham House, Trilateral Commission, Council of Councils, Group of the 30, G30, Club of Rome, Atlantic Institute, Aspen Institute, Brookings Institution, and similar organizations operate as transmission belts of the Bilderberg Group party line, as well as recruitment fields for placement and promotion of Bilderberg candidates and leaders, specially trained, specially selected candidates by Bilderberg to be placed in key positions of influence in the financial realm, educational, governmental, banking, finance, these people are placed, they are embedded, they are inserted. I'm not going to drop the name, but one of my best childhood friends at a young age growing up in the neighborhood that I grew up in, um, he, after I went into college and after he went into college, he is part of, so I, so I can only assume that he joined up because you don't get to be part of it unless you do join up, but he's part of the selected leaders of uh, the Great Reset and the Bilderberg Group. He's one of these key people in the highest level financial circles. You would know his name. He's in the area of finance. Now, I can't tell you publicly everything that I know, but th those are that's like the, the halls of power. So Henry Kissinger is a key man for Rockefeller. The Rockefellers control Chase Manhattan Bank. The Rockefellers control a lot of things. And the Rockefellers have been promoting globalism, especially inclusive globalism that embraces China. And their goal is to model America after communist China. And uh, they want to rule your thoughts, your minds, your beliefs, your level of income, and everything about your life. So at this recent 2023 Bilderberg meeting, they talked about artificial intelligence, the new banking systems, the role of communist China, 
energy transition, Europe, monetary and fiscal challenges, the role of this expanding India, industrial policy and trade, NATO, Russia, transnational threats, Ukraine, and what to do about U.S. leadership. You better believe these globalists have concerns about U.S. leadership. Whoever they allow to be president of the United States, for the most part, has to be on board with their one-world government, their globalist program, and their Great Reset. You've got, you've, got to, you've got to accept that. I'm not telling you to accept apathy. I'm telling you to accept the facts surrounding it. So I'm looking at, now, they're not allowed to publish, or I guess, or name the names of certain people who attend these things, but this is in a nationally publicized article. And uh, I'm looking at the participants and contributors of uh, the Bilderberg Group. And you have uh, the, the, the CEO of Microsoft Corporation, CEO of Google, uh, the CEO and president of Thiel Capital, in collaborating with the Biden administration, interlocking with Bilderberg, interlocking with uh, Averill Haynes, Director of National Intelligence, Jen Easterly, Director of the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, Tarun Shabra, Senior Director for Technology and National Security, National Security Council, and Thomas Wright, Senior Director for Strategic Planning, National Security Council. And so at the keynote address, the top dog at the 2023 World Government Summit was World Economic Forum key leader Klaus Schwab, Professor Klaus Schwab, who, who said this, quote, now listen to his words, and I agree, he said, artificial intelligence, but not only artificial intelligence, but also the metaverse, neospace technologies, and I could go on and on, synthetic biology, our life in 10 years from now will be completely different very much effective, uh, very much affected, and who the masters of those technologies in some way will be the masters of the world. Concerning the banking system and fiscal challenges, people from BlackRock and Bilderberg spoke to the Assembly, and they talked about CBDC, which is the U.S. central bank digital currency, wireless currency, the cashless society, and they wanted to encourage the Fed to continue research and experimentation. Well, what does that mean? They want every single American to accept a microchip implant or a biochip implant or a nanochip implant or a neural implant into their body or brain, and they want to be able to read their minds, and nobody can buy or sell unless you hook up your mind to the hive mind via satellite and biochip implants. This is what they have for us. And then you have the, the big banks, interlocking with communist China, and I'm looking at all the participants, and these, these names are the most famous, powerful names in our world right now. This is the elite of the elite, and they come from, not all of them, but many of them come from Illuminati bloodline families. So you have to know what the name of the game is. What is their end game? What is their strategy? you got to know it. I've been teaching this to people for my entire life. And by the grace of God, we have awakened people, millions of people, to the truth. We have been able to lead, yes, 
realistically, we have been able to lead to Jesus Christ as their personal Savior millions and millions of people during the lifetime of this ministry. We've been able to make disciples of all nations. And the reason we've been able to reach such large numbers of people with biblical truth, Bible prophecy, and uh, winning them to Christ and salvation, and the reason we've been able to reach millions and millions of people and lead millions and millions of people to Jesus Christ, is that when you add up all the categories of communication that were in or have been over the decades, by the grace of God, God kept lining up year after year, month after month, for my entire lifetime for this ministry. God kept opening doors for me to give my testimony, to communicate biblical truth, to be salt and light. See, I start in my early days in ministry appearing on programs like the 700 Club and stuff. Now, back then, once upon a time in America, if you appeared on the 700 Club a bunch of times, which I did, that alone gave you access to reaching a real number of, let's say, 5 million people. Because back then, there were not, social media TV was not fragmented into a thousand different choices. There was just a small handful of choices. So any choice that you participated in gave you a massive audience. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, also, in the early days of the Internet, before they started rigging me, and before they started artificially lowering my numbers of watches and joins and likes, and before they started rigging me uh, off and diverting people away from me on all the search engines, an all-out war has been conducted against me for the last 25 years especially that consists of electronic rigging, electronic manipulation of where and when I appear on the search engines, the electronic rigging of how many people watch my videos, my YouTubes, my Facebook, my and all these other things. Now, because I kept paper copies of the numbers of people who were receiving my information or my testimony, I was able to document that the numbers of people consisted of real numbers of millions and millions and millions of people. So in any given six-month period before they started rigging me, I could reach an actual number of anywhere between 6 million and 12 million people every six months. And it wasn't that hard to do. I, I worked out a system that whenever I wrote an article, I would appear regularly in the top 500 Forget about the top 500. I would appear in the top 250 online magazines, newspapers, report systems. Now, I'm not talking about the mainstream media controlled ones. I'm not talking about the ones that are working for the Great Reset. I'm talking about these very powerful internet sites, super powerful internet sites that don't necessarily identify themselves as Christian or conservative. But the guy, the girls or the guys who run these massive uh, uh, media, social media platforms are very open to my message. And I offered them my articles for free. And they graciously would take my articles. And Steve Quayle did this for decades. He would take my article and put it on the front page of his, his, his uh, website. Now, back then, before they started rigging, that guaranteed me, just from doing that alone, that guaranteed me another five to six million actual viewers and readers or listeners um, that normally wouldn't have been possible. So 
back then before they started rigging, anything I released, because I was on so much different media, anything that I released would synergistically interact with other social media and exponentially expand into the millions and millions and millions of people. So in a three-year period, I could tell you with, with, by underplaying it massively that we would reach an, an absolute minimum of 12 million people, a minimum. And this was all the time. And it wasn't just me. It was anybody else who was standing up for truth and being savvy with their usage of the Internet. Now that's changed. Some of the brightest, smartest, most spiritual people I know, they've been kicked off of Facebook, kicked off the search engines, kicked off YouTube, Google, kicked off everything, and they're going to alternative sites. So you can't assume that their outreach, their program is fading away and they have lesser numbers. No, that's the lie they want you to believe. What's really happened is their numbers their total number of viewers and listeners, et cetera, has been under uh, an AI attack and a bot, a bot attack, and their numbers are, have been artificially rigged and artificially lowered so that they become subconsciously demonized in your subconscious mind, and subconsciously you perceive them as not as inf influential, as not as credible, as not as far-reaching, and it's not as effective as the people you see with these giant numbers. Are you tracking with me? Okay, what you got to understand, and you got to understand it good, is that you entered the twilight zone without realizing it. Because going back to the time when they started rigging anybody who was effective, speaking the truth, when they started rigging the numbers, all the truth tellers, all the people who stood up courageously, have been under and were under all-out attack. And the primary attack is psychological warfare, and that's to lie to you and to make you believe that these people, including myself, are inconsequential, that we really don't reach anybody, that we're a fringe group at best, and then they artificially, substantially, and massively lower the numbers they post on how many people are watching and viewing and Etc. Etc. Do you understand the game? You understand the game. Now, I talk to many of the people that you like and listen to privately, because I've known them for decades, and they are sharing with me that they are experiencing the same attack, and they they are some are experiencing worse attacks. They've been financially attacked by by these Bilderberg hit squads. So, how do we combat this? You can't allow your appraisal of an, a, an effective brother or sister in Jesus Christ in the area of communicating the gospel or communicating truth or communicating economics. You cannot allow the artificial intelligence, the transhumanists, the World Economic Forum to socially engineer your brain and brainwash you and hypnotize you into thinking that, that all these people you put your trust in are really that they don't count. They're insignificant. Because once you, you drink from that Kool-Aid, you've drunk the poison, that that's what they want you to do. That is part, you have to understand that the battle that we're facing as Christians in America and around the world, it's a battle where the primary battlefields are technology, science, spirituality, and the supernatural, and computers. These are the primary battlefields. So 
whether we're talking about salvation, whether we're talking about, well, why is witchcraft, how did witchcraft become the fastest growing religion in America? How did atheism become the fastest, tied as the fastest growing religion in America? That's what they're telling you. Again, the purpose of that is a psyop. It's to demoralize you. It's to make you feel you're on the losing team. It's to make you feel like Christians have not been effective. All of those are lies. All of those constitute social engineering. All of that is brainwashing built on lies. They want to program you to believe that you're on the losing side, that our efforts are not accomplishing anything, and even after all of our efforts, hard work, sacrifice, or whatever, when the day is done, uh, witchcraft is far ahead of us in terms of the amount of people following the witchcraft religion, and atheism is far ahead of us in terms of the amount of people following the atheistic religion. That's their game plan. You got it? You got to understand it. I explain this to you in my books in order, get the bulk discount, serve your family, your brothers and sisters in Christ, your children and your church. Chances are they're not going to educate themselves. So you can educate them in, in spoonful manners. If you try to give it to them all at once, they'll go into a meltdown. And so we can turn this battle around, but we have to, 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 to reject the propaganda, the lies, and the rigging that they're using to bombard us. Ironically, one of the people that followed my books and my ministry and my teachings and would read my articles um, was a guy named Colonel Michael Aquino, who, until he died a couple of years ago, Colonel Michael Aquino was the second highest in command of Anton LaVey's Church of Satan. Anton Laquino uh, was the head of the military's PSYOP, Psychological Operations Division. And Colonel Michael Laquino was the first openly practicing Satanist in the U.S. military, the head of PSYOPs or Psychological Operations. And he was an expert, by the way, as many of these guys are. He was an expert in understanding rigging, artificial intelligence, computers, social engineering, propaganda, and all of that stuff. And he had read my books and articles, and he was intrigued by me because he couldn't believe he actually said this to me. You don't really believe the Bible, do you? Because he couldn't understand how somebody could be intelligent and well-read, which he discovered I was, and yet be a Bible-believing Christian at the same time. But in the foreword to his book, or one of the first lines in his book, and I'm paraphrasing from his book, Mind Wars, he says, the objective of PSYOPs, or psychological operations, is to so convince your enemy that there is absolutely no possibility whatsoever that they can defeat us, or overcome us, or win this battle, and that the purpose of PSYOPs is to brainwash your enemies into believing they have no chance whatsoever in winning this battle for mankind. So the smartest thing that they can do, the Satanist PSYOP expert said, the smartest thing they can do is give up, surrender, while they still can. Because they have no hope, they have no possibility, even remotely, of winning the psychological and spiritual war for planet Earth. Did you hear what he said? So if you can convince people to surrender based on embedding within them false information, you have won the war. Now, God doesn't want his people 
God does not want his children, God's children, to believe lies. God does not want his people to be brought into captivity because they believe the lies of Satan through somebody like the Satanist and PSYOP expert, Colonel Michael Aquino. God says, all things are possible to him who believes. God says to us, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. God has given us the supernatural authority to overcome and to defeat Satan, the devil, the demons, the fallen angels, the Luciferians, the globalist elite, and whatever spiritual or natural enemy comes against God's people. God has already given us, before the beginning of time, all the spiritual power, the spiritual weapons, the spiritual armor, and the spiritual wisdom that we need to overcome the enemy in America and to drive the actual and literal demonic powers, the demonic principalities and powers, the fallen angels, out of our nation. And not only that, God is willing to, starting right now at this exact nanosecond, if you will come to God with childlike faith, if you will come to God with even only a little itsy-bitsy mustard seed of faith, Jesus says you can ask whatever you will in Jesus' name, and he will do it for you. So right now, all around the world, all of you that are listening to me, Paul McGuire, on the Paul McGuire Report, if you would simply pause for a moment and obey God and do what God is telling us to do, based on the integrity of God's word, I promise you that if you pray this prayer in faith with me, you will see the release, the supernatural release of the dunamis, dynamite, detonation power of God Almighty in the invisible realm. You will see a complete turnaround in the direction of the spiritual war. You will see, if you prayed this prayer in faith with me, the globalist elite beginning to pick up and run, and God's people beginning to occupy. You will see the promises of victory, Bible prophecy being fulfilled, and the weapons of our warfare that are mighty to God through the pulling down to the pulling down of strongholds, you will see that materialize right in front of your face. Right now. And what triggers it in a law-abiding and peaceful way is your faith in the Word of God and your willingness to believe God to answer your prayer. So let us now yield to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, wherever you are on earth or America or wherever. I know in my heart of hearts that the Lord, the Holy Spirit of Almighty God, is ministering to you on your, in your inner man and inner woman. And he is instructing you to pay attention, to learn the principle that we're sharing. And God is pouring out his Holy Spirit with power right now, based on his grace, which means unmerited favor. And God is infusing us or clothing us with power from on high. And when we rise from this global intercessory prayer meeting, we are going to rise under the anointing of his glory and power. And we will walk in victory and we will become and are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So let's do it. Let's get down to what Jesus said, kingdom business. And now as we do it, it's only going to take a couple of short minutes. I I promise you, because we're doing it in faith, this short few minute prayer is going to be the equivalent of detonating a, a nuclear bomb, not of destruction, but detonating a nuclear-type explosion of the agape life and the agape love of Jesus Christ in the invisible realm, which obliterates the satanic strongholds 
and sets God's people free. And it's a game changer in terms of the spiritual warfare that we're involved in. And you will see the supernatural and miraculous power of God released with incredible force in just a couple of seconds. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. And again, we'll be back in a couple of seconds. Okay, this is Paul McGuire talking to you all over the world, all over the United States. And you can sense, as I can sense, the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ being poured out upon us and ministering to us. And what Jesus is doing right now is he's infusing us with power from on high. He's giving us the faith that we need to do what he's calling us to do. And he's calling us to do this right now. So right now, at this nanosecond, we are going to pray a prayer from uh, wherever we are on planet Earth. And as we pray this prayer, we're going to change the direction of the spiritual battle. So let's obey God. Lord, we come to you in Jesus' name, praising you. We worship you, God. We thank you, Jesus, that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. And we worship your name and we praise you. Father, we invite you right now. We humble ourselves before you. We ask that you would forgive each of us, our families, our ministries, our homes, our nation, our community. Anything that we interact with, Father, we ask that you would forgive us and cleanse us of all sin by the blood of Jesus Christ. We pray that you would forgive through the blood of Jesus Christ all the sins of America, which are massive. And we ask that you would forgive all the sins of America and all the sins of the church in America through the blood of Jesus Christ. And forgive us for idol worship or forgive us for breaking your commandments, God, through the blood of Jesus Christ. And now, Lord, we dare to come boldly to the throne of grace, unmerited favor. And based on your blood, we come boldly to the throne of grace and we ask God in Jesus' name, Together, your word says, where two or more of us agree on anything on earth, if two or more of us agree in prayer that whatever we agree upon, it will be done for us by our Father who is in heaven. And then there's another verse which says, all things are possible with God. So, Lord, we come to you now on the basis of your laws and your truth. And we come boldly to the throne of grace, throne room of grace based on your faith. And we ask right now in Jesus' name, through the power of agreeing prayer, we break the power of Satan. We break the principalities of powers. We break Luciferianism among the globalist elite and the World Economic Forum. We break it as it interfaces and attempts to curse America. We break Satan off of our government, our institutions our educational system, our economic system, our financial system, our monetary system. We break Satan's deceptive power and delusions off of the church. We command apostasy to be shattered and dismantled off the church in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we confess to you that we're in a spiritual battle and that we have largely created the seeds of our own demise through disobedience of your will and rejection of the word of God. So we, so, so we come to you now, Lord Jesus Christ. And we call upon you to open up the windows of heaven and pour out your mighty spirit of revival. Pour out now, God, at this moment, a biblical power from on high or the dunamis dynamite power of God. Pour it out from heaven now in Jesus' name. Pour it out from heaven now in Jesus' name. A biblical third great awakening. And pour out now in Jesus' name 
a biblical last day's soul harvest and a biblical last day's revival. Open the windows of heaven. We, we dismantle any satanic stronghold which would attempt to block the miraculous outpouring of your Holy Spirit that you promised us, God. And we stand on your word in the book of Joel, chapter 2, and in the uh, uh, book of Acts, chapter 2. We stand on your word. In Acts, chapter 2, this is a prophetic promise from God concerning the last days. Now we're in the last days, okay? So what it says in Acts chapter 2, which is basically the same thing as what it says in Joel chapter 2, they're having an upper room prayer meeting. They're gathering in Jerusalem, and God pours out his Holy Spirit, or power from on high, or the dunamis dynamite power of the Holy Spirit. It was poured out upon them. So we understand that God in the last days is pouring out the power of his Holy Spirit. Now, uh, the crowd, including the religious crowd, mocked them and said they were drunk and they were filled with new wine. So Peter stands up among the eleven, and he raises his voice to the people in Judea and all who are in Jerusalem. And he says, uh, for these are not drunk, speaking of the ecstatic joy of the disciples. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. That's happening now. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. That's beginning to happen again. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. That is in resurgence now. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. What days is that? The days that we're in. I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire, vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood, before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, this is telling us, and you can read this word for word in the Old Testament in Joel chapter 2 also. So, what God is promising us in the last days is that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. So, that's something that we can expect, welcome, and pray for. And that God is promising us is that our sons and daughters shall prophesy. And you go, well, mine are backslidden right now. Don't worry about their temporary state. Keep claiming their souls for Jesus. Bind the power of the devil off their lives and ask God to pour out his Holy Spirit upon them and God will reverse the curse and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Write it down in the date God gave you that promise. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maidservants... I will pour out my spirit in those days. So God promises to pour out the power of his Holy Spirit in those days. What days? Our days. Now listen to this. Then God's going to show these prophetic signs, which I just read you. And the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So as all the signs of the times are exploding around us, 
things like pandemics and WMDs and earthquakes and hurricanes and wars and rumors of wars and the Middle East and Israel and the Ukraine and the globalists in the Bilderberg Group and the cashless society and the neural implants. All of these signs of the times are accelerating. You should not be in a panic mode. We're not called by God to be in a panic mode because God said to us, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And as all these prophetic signs are happening all around us, we are being fortified and used by God through the Holy Spirit and through the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. And it says, I will pour out my spirit in those days. That's today. And they, that's his true children, the church, they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire, vapor of smoke. And we have seen in the last couple of years an enormous amount of fulfillment of these verses. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming and great and awesome day of the Lord, that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Wow. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then it says, Men of Israel, hear these words of Jesus of Nazareth, man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also knew him. Okay. The power of God, the dunamis power of God, be equipped, visit paulmcguire.us. The clock is ticking. I need you to ask God how much you should give financially, how much you should contribute or donate to this ministry, Paradise Mountain Church. I need you to say, I'm going to be an intercessory prayer warrior. I need you to absolutely join our e-blast list and join some of our other social media outlets. I need you to be an intercessory prayer warrior to spread our links far and wide, and to fervently pray for me, all those associated with the ministry, and pray that God would move powerfully through his Holy Spirit, and that we would ignite, along with you, an authentic biblical revival that would sweep this nation in the last days. That's the goal. No retreat, no surrender. So, this is what we're contending for. Now, we pray with me now. And remember to go to paulmcguire.us, that's paulmcguire.us, spread this stuff far and wide. The Lord is speaking to you, or you wouldn't be listening. The Lord is saying to you through the, 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 the sense of his spirit that what I am telling you is true. It's not a lie, it's not deception. Yes, there is false prophets. Yes, there is uh, false doctrine. Yes, there are false Christs, etc., etc. But we're talking about the truth. The truth shall set you free. So let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that the supernatural power of God, that the dunamis would explode in the invisible realm, tearing up and melting the satanic strongholds. We pray right now, God, in the name of Jesus, that millions of your highest-ranking angelic armies, that millions of your highest-ranking technologies of God, including that you would send your mighty chariots of fire, along with your angelic armies and your supernatural power, and that you would target every area or headquarters of evil in America, seen and unseen, invade our governmental structures, invade our military, industrial, pharmaceutical complex, invade every uh, secret society, invade where the power is hidden behind the scenes and where the money is hidden behind the scenes. 
And God, we humble ourselves before you. Forgive America and ourselves of your sins. Cleanse us of your, by your blood, God, in Jesus' name. And send down right now power from on high. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you that you would ignite us and there would be an explosion of a bibl- an authentic biblical revival. And that explosion of an authentic biblical revival would move with force or power from on high from person to person. It would sweep the nation and sweep the earth. And the evil one and the demons and the fallen angels would, would sense and feel and experience what it's like to be pulverized by the hammer of God from the invisible realm. Because it is only Jesus Christ who sits on the throne. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. Satan and Lucifer is an, apo- is an imposter. Lord, we call upon you to dethrone and definance the globalist elite and the Luciferians and the occult secret societies. And we ask, Father, that there would be a mighty, awesome revival in America, massive numbers of souls being saved, massive numbers of people being filled with the Holy Spirit, a global soul harvest, millions of people repenting of their sins and falling in on their knees and receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We believe you to do that, God, right now. And I pray in the name of Jesus that every single person listening, that you're calling to partner with us in that vision that you would convict them and empower them now in the name of Jesus. They would receive your last day's anointing with power from on high, and that, God, they would begin to rise. I pray right now, that, like in the vision you showed me in 2012, which I wrote down in A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1, I pray that your people would start to rise as your glory descends upon them, as, as they are seen by you, repenting of their sins, becoming intercessory prayer warriors, and crying out to God, I pray that as a consequence of that obedience, they would start to rise, they would start to rise in prayer, and you would send down your power from on high, and the glory of God, and the power of God, and the light of God, and the spiritual revolution, law-abiding and peaceful, that always accompanies a level of explosive discharge at the level of the dunamis, of the dynamite power of God, I pray, Father, that that explosion in the invisible realm would destroy barriers and walls and revival, and Jesus and the Spirit of God would completely topple the the principalities and powers, and we would experience an unprecedented, unlimited invasion of God in America built on the faith of the pilgrims and Puritans. And we praise you and we worship you for that. Father, what I see now is a vision and a picture of a mighty tide going out, and the tide represents a suspension of unbelief among God's people. So there's a mighty tide going out that represents a suspension uh, of the tide going out and unbelief among God's people. And then as God's people stand on the shoreline worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ and calling upon him and repenting and waging intercessory prayer warfare, we call upon you right now, God, and before the tide is stirred up by you to come back in upon us, we call upon you to pour out the power of your Holy Spirit, to pour out the power of on high, and to send revival and your angelic armies. And now let let the pure rivers of living water flood our land without destruction, but healing, flood our land, flood our nation, flood our halls of government. And Lord, we finally ask, based on the blood of Jesus, we, we ask you to not give us what we deserve. We appeal to you on the basis of your grace and the blood of Jesus, we ask you to answer our prayer according to your mercy, God, according to your unmerited favor. 
and we expect to see with our eyes a series of dynamic miracles certifying that you've heard our prayer and certifying that you're willing to shake the earth if necessary in order that your people would be equipped to win the spiritual battle on earth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Visit, stand with me, visit paulmcguire.us. <music>